It's Thursday, July 21st. This is the Hermetic Hour. I'm your host, Paul Runyon. And tonight we review two new books in the Hermetic field, The Emerald Tablets by Martin Fawkes from Fawkes Books and Liver Spiritum, compiled and edited by Adam Forrest from Azoth Press. The Emerald Tablet is only 84 pages and follows upon Martin's first publication, The Universal Master Key, 2013, which was reviewed by the Hermetic Hour on March 26, 2015. Martin Fawkes is an ardent Bardonian, and the Emerald Tablet is a commentary on that ancient document from a Bardonian perspective. Martin brilliantly analyzes each paragraph or aphorism of the tablet in relation to the four hermetic elements in a process of internal alchemy and the ascent and descent of the Holy Spirit on the middle pillar. The second new publication is Liber Spiritum from Azoth Press, 251 pages, hardbound which is a compilation of articles on traditional magical evocation, invocation, and talisman-making edited and introduced by Golden Dawn Authority Adam Forrest. This is a beautifully bound limited edition featuring inclusions by John Michael Greer, Chicken and Tabitha Cicero, Aaron Ludditch, Brian Garner, Jeffrey Cooperman, Scott Stenwick, and Isadora Forrest's account of her 40-day Raphael Tippereth retreats, for me, was the most inspiring and memorable aspect of the book. I was also impressed with John Michael Greer's article, which reveals his own lodge's interest in the Nessane document and from Ritual to Romance, which we have been writing and lecturing about for years. All considered, Liber Spiritum is a very impressive and useful work. So, if you want to learn what's new in the Hermetic Universe, tune in with us and we'll have a look. Now, first, I want to thank Frater Opus Freeman Presson for sending me a copy of Martin Fox's little book, The Emerald Tablet. I have seen other commentaries on the Tabulus Mardina, but this is by far and away the best. It is internal rather than laboratory alchemy that Martin deals with in this work. And that makes the whole process much more understandable. And as we have often noted, alchemy and Kabbalah do not make a good fit, even though both are hermetic. Martin has taken more of an internal transformative approach based on the four primal elements and spirit as did his mentor, Franz Barden, in initiation into hermetics. I believe the best way to explain this is to go through the Tabulus Mardina aphorism by aphorism and give a capsulized version of the commentary. Now, I want to point out that this capsulized version uh, is based on... uh, uh, based on Martin uh, Fox's interpretation, but, but it is ours. Uh, so uh, be aware of that. So we've uh, obviously see, seen it. We've seen Martin's interpretation through our filter, so, uh, so um, I'm not trying to put words in Martin's mouth. But let's go through the whole Emerald Tablet from start to finish, uh, which I did, by the way, in the, in the prologue to Rites of Magic, if you remember. We'll go through the whole Emerald Tablet, and we will capsulize uh, Martin's commentary in our own words. All right. True without falsehood, certain and most true, that that which is above is like to that which is below, and that which is below is like to that which is above. Know this to make the miracle of the one thing. Now, this relates to the microcosm as a miniature reflection of the macrocosm, and it confirms the law of correspondences and affinities. It validates the principle 
of preforms and establishes the magical formula of creation. As all things were made from the mediation of one mind, so all things are born of the one thing. Now this is the nub of hermetic philosophy. The universe is the mind of God, and any human being who realizes this can share in and connect to this universal mind. And once this connection is made, anything is possible. Its father is the sun, its mother is the moon, the wind carries it in its womb, the earth is its nursemaid. This refers to the four primal elements, fire, water, air, and earth, the tetragrammaton, based on the mother letters, left mem and sheen, or as we interpret it, the tetragrammaton, sha, ma, a, ta. Now, I don't, uh, want to, I don't want to try to impose this tetragrammaton of ours on Martin Fouts, but we did kind of be inspired by it, by, by Barton, his mentor, because Barton's entire initiation into Hermetics is, is, is really a commentary on the elemental tetragrammaton. And those of you who have read Barton's initiation into Hermetics know that. And also I might mention that the Samaritans, who are actually uh, are actually older, an older Jewish tradition than than the the Ezraites, uh, they every time they see YHVH in the Bible, they pronounce it Shema, which is their version of Shema Atah, the three mother letters, and that is. As far as we are concerned, we are Elites, of course, and as far as we're concerned, that, that's the true tetragrammaton, which along with, as Barton says, reflects the three mother letters. And also, you know, I think Azra Kaplan agreed with this, and, and you may check this out in his version of the separate zero. Now, on, back on to the, the Emerald Tablet. It is the creator of all works of wonder in the world. And this, of course, is the supreme magical formula. Separate thou from the earth, from the fire, the subtle from the gross, but great effort and industrious success will be assured. Now this is the work of the magician, to separate his spirit from material bonds, to purify himself and become godlike. Where the great wisdom that ascends from earth to heaven, and again it descends to earth, and takes back the power from above and from the below. Now the magician's spirit ascends the planetary ladder in traditional order, purifying the aspects he received in his descent down from heaven. This replication of the birth and death process is the formula or program of his magical development and the schedule of his initiations. Now this is this is where Martin Fawkes and 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 uh, completely agrees with us yeah, that the middle pillar is uh, the full middle pillar with all the chakras in 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 the standard Hermetic planetary order, the way we have described in our Hermetic Yoga book, is the actual is the actual Hermetic formula of ascent and descent, and um, I, I really. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, this this is the high point of the little book for me because because it's validating our 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 reinterpretation of the original Hermetic uh, psychic center system. Thus, you will receive the glory of the distinctiveness of the world. All obscurity will flee from you, and. When you've mastered the spheres of your microcosm, you will then be at home in the greater macrocosm. This is the whole most strong strength of all strength, for it overcomes all subtle things and penetrates all solid things. And thus was this world created. From this comes marvelous adaptions of which this is the procedure. 
The meaning of this is to believe is to conceive. What can be imagined can be created. If the human imagination is in harmony with the mind of God, nothing is impossible. Makes me recall Lord Bensony's uh, Gods of Pagana, in which uh, uh, everything was considered to be the dreams in the mind of Manayu Chushai. Yeah. And uh, we're all creations of the dreams of God. Uh, and and if we can if we can line ourselves up with God's universal mind, we can make our dreams come true. Now, therefore I am called Hermes Trismegistus, thrice greatest, because I have three parts of the wisdom of the whole world, and complete is what I had to say about the work of the sun. Now Martin breaks down the three parts thus. First part is nos. N-O-U-N-S, knows, meaning awareness of God and of the self. The second part is logos, meaning rational speech. And the third part is gnosis, meaning knowledge of the hermetic arts and philosophy. I have condensed Martin's 84-page essay down down to two pages, so I strongly suggest that you get the little book, read it, and keep it as a treasure. Also, If you have a copy of our Rites of Magic DVD, remember we open with the emerald tablet on the screen and scroll down the aphorisms as I read them. You might check that out. Now, now this is a beautiful little book, and I I can't thank thank Freeman enough for sending this to me because it's really beautiful. Uh, I, I, by the way, uh, uh, Mark Fox is is here in this area, and I really do, I really do want to link up with him, uh, and uh, I, I, you know, we definitely want to support his work, and, and we reviewed, uh, we reviewed the Universal Master Key. By the way, let me say something about the Universal Master Key. Now, we, you want to check through the archives and uh, check our July fifteenth, twenty fifteen. Uh, lecture on the uh, you know on the universal master key what that is is a uh, compilation of of students notes from Barden's lectures on the on initiation into hermetics to his students as compiled by his friend and editor Dieter Rutenberg and uh, and uh, Martin put this together and published it in a very beautiful book called The Universal Master Key, which is a wonderful, very transcendental commentary on initiation into hermetics. And so you want to check that out in our archives, and and uh, and you, you might also uh, bring that book in along with this commentary that Martin has on the, uh, on the hermetic tablet. Now on to Liber Spiritum, compiled and edited by Adam Forrest. In this, we are indebted to Frater de Muzi, Chris Masarian, for providing us a copy of this beautiful book. Thank you, Chris. This is a very impressive publication and a useful addition to any practicing magician's library. Now, the first article is by John Michael Greer and is titled, The Place of Mingled Powers, Spiritual Beings in the Magical Lodge. Now, this is a description of the development of Western traditional magical sodalities, primarily on the Masonic model, using Rosicrucian ritual, as in the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn. Now, this involves the creation and assumption of pagan god forms and talismanic images. Greer discusses his own lodge's holy grail rituals, citing the Gnostic Nasaene document, that anthropologist Jesse Weston cited in her treatise on the ancient Canaanite origin of the Grail myth in her From Ritual to Romance, 1920. Now, in the Nicene theme, the recurring pagan dying god and his resurrecting goddess consort culminates in the crucifixion and resurrection of Jesus Christ, who is this Grail mythos, who in this Grail mythos is best complemented by his consort, Mary Magdalene. However, Michael Greer opts for 
Now I'll drop these pages like Daddy Warbucks, actually. Uh, John Michael Greer opts for the Gnostic Moirothea, an Isis-like mother goddess who would not serve well in the chemical wedding phase of Rosicrucian ritual symbolism. Now, we should note that we have been writing and lecturing on this theme for several years, and we are very pleased to see that others recognize the importance of the original pagan braille in the Western tradition. Now, if you go back through our uh, through our archives, you'll find numerous references to the Nicene documents and from virtual romance, and uh, uh, we're working on those in our in our especially in our the second volume of our of our Hermetic Yoga book, which we're bringing out pretty shortly, and uh, we also mentioned it, of course, in the first volume. Um, and uh, basically, what this what this Nicene document amounts to is it was first uh, referred to by Bishop Hippolytus uh, back in the, uh, I believe, the second century. And uh, it's, um, uh, what, it, what it basically says is, is that uh, starting with, according to Hippolytus, according to the Nicene document, Isis and Osiris, and of course you could also say Ishtar and Tammuz, uh, uh, the dying god and the resurrecting goddess go way, way back to the, to, to the to pagan pagan religion and evolve, eventually evolve into Jesus. And and although Nicene document doesn't mention Mary Magdalene, we are recently have discovered, especially from the, the lost gospel and various various works, we've recently discovered that uh, Mary Magdalene is. The resurrecting is the re- is the uh, the first century version of the uh, resurrecting goddess and uh, and the con- goddess consort and of course perfectly fits with the chemical wedding uh, um, aspect of of, of Rosicrucianism as we pointed out and as I said I'm very very glad to find out that uh, John Michael Greer is is uh, has, has adopted this. Uh, We've been we've been talking about this for the past thirty years actually, and uh, and this is part of our part of our bridge between paganism and and uh, and the Western tradition, magical tradition or Rosicrucian tradition, which we are affecting, and which we have been very very pleased to see uh, to be developing. Now, uh, John Michael's Greer's article is followed by Aaron Ludditch who writes on patrons and house gods, building lifelong relationships with your spiritual guardians. And although primarily Solomonic in structure, Aaron does make cross-cultural analogies, which remind those of us with similar cross-cultural experiences of the similarities between Galatia spirits and Afro-Caribbean Oguns. One of the first things we learn about these entities is how lonely they are and how happy they are to be invited into our homes. Most of Aaron's article is very good, but he gets off the track when he gets into the Holy Guardian Angel ritual described in the Lamegaton's Pauline art. And unlike the sacred magic of Abermel and Namage, the Pauline art specifies, following Hermes, Trismegistus, and Agrippa, that there are three guardian angels, not just one. There is one for the Ascendant, one for the planetary ruler of the Ascendant, and one that stays with you through your various incarnations. Now, this is made quite clear in the full text of the Pauline art, uh, which has been lifted directly from Agrippa, which in turn was lifted directly from the Hermetic Corpus. Now, I mention this because we invoke all three of our holy guardian angel retreat, uh, holy guardian angels in our retreat ritual, and I don't want my students confused by Aaron's mistake. However, in Aaron's defense, I will say I'm referring to Joseph Peterson's definitive version of the Lamegaton. Some versions omit the qualifying information about the threefold daemon. 
So we should not fault Aaron overmuch on this omission. And aside from this quibble, the rest of his article is quite good and informative. But perhaps the most remarkable thing about Aaron's work is his account of his immaculate conception miracle. While possessed by the Jovian spirit Yophiel, he laid hands upon his wife's tummy in an attempt to assist the healing of her gallbladder scar. But his healing touch was too low, and something else happened. After many months, we may assume nine, she complained of pains in the affected area, and he took her to the hospital expecting her appendix to be the problem. But she gave birth to a baby girl. Now, this is astounding. How could she be pregnant and not realize it? But Aaron is a magician, so anything is possible. And at least that's what Hermes promises us. Next, we have Chicken Tabitha Cicero's The Evocation of Natatron, a Golden Dawn C2 ritual. Now, this is very much a Golden Dawn ritual, and it reflects a Golden Dawn approach to evocation. Now, if the reader is committed to the GD system, it will be appreciated and valuable. If the reader is not an avid Golden Dawn magician, it will convince him to stay with Franz Barden and other simpler, more direct versions of Solomonic magic. In either case, the article should be read and even studied because as tedious and redundant as it may seem to be, it is has much valuable theory and symbolism to offer. Which can be incorporated in simpler, more direct operations. Now, following Chicken Tabitha, we have Jake Stratton Kent's The Prayer for Success. Now, this is surprisingly transcendental. Jake concentrates on prayers to the angels of the planets following the solar cycle. He draws from the Greek magical papyri and the Solomonic grimoire, and keying these devotions to the days of the week and the planetary hours. Now, this article is important for Solomonic magicians as a balancing factor in a practice that can and often does become too darkly focused. Next, we have my favorite section of this work, Lay thy tongue upon my heart. Forty days of ritual communion between a pagan adept and the archangel Raphael, Tipper, Tipper Raphael, by M. Isadora Forrest. I may be prejudiced in favoring this article over the rest of the book, but that is easily explained. Like very honored Soror Isadora, I am also a pagan, somewhat adept, and an R and an R or an AC officer and a veteran of angelic retreats. So it is easy to understand why this offering resonates with me. Having said that, I will suggest that for those who have not yet had such an experience, this account is far and away the best and most meaningful I have ever read. I think everyone, especially those looking forward to their HGA retreats, should read it. To give you a feeling for this wonderful account, please allow me to read Lady Isadora's invocation to Raphael and Raphael's aretheology. All right. Give me a minute here to read this. Now, this is the invocation. Raphael to Raphael, Archangel of Beauty, I invoke thee. Open thine ears, open thy wings, open thy mind, open thy heart to me. Let the sun arise in the heart of the tree. Let the moon arise below. Let the stars illumine above. Let the master of my work come. Let the archangel whose heart tiffereth is come. Open my ears, open my wings, open my mind to thee, and lay thy tongue upon my heart. Now that's the way she begins on page 95, and she culminates, and she says she worked with this, with Raphael, with Raphael for a couple of days on this, uh, 
erectology, and she describes an erectology as erectology is a recitation of virtues, uh, usually in the first person and often by a divine person. Uh, Isis is the deity most famous for her erectologies, but I think they all deserve at least one, and most certainly Raphael, Tipper Raphael does. And that's why I insisted we devote two sessions to receiving his aretheology. Okay, so I'm going to read this this aretheology, and uh, I'll give you some idea of, uh, of this of a beautiful spirituality in this article. I am Raphael Terethio Terethio, an ancient power of God and form of intellect of heart. I am the power at the center of the tree of life. From that place in the fallen tree, my wings touch all that is. I am a participant in the fall, a divine volunteer. I am with you. I am the one of the Ennead who was sent creation in the beginning. I am life divine at the gateway. I keep the way of the self consumed in the heart, the heart expanded in the self. I am Trismegistos at the heart of the sun. I am the far-wandering mind, the conceiver of the impossible, the mechanic of divine power. I am the God-speaker, the hearing ear, the warrior wing. I pour down light on all beings who call upon my name. Also, I am a sacrificial one. I carry the message of divine to human and human to divine in the place between the worlds. I am the end of egoism, the limit. I am the illusion of separateness, constant am I. In the grace of aeons, I am paramount. I am a reconciler, a gateway of forgiveness. I am power immeasurable. I am will force. I am hope. I am the one who holds the knowledge of your beauty and sacrifices. This truth I possess, for I am the understanding one. I am manifest to hundreds of thousands right now. They feel my touch, and I defend them. I am pure gold, a drop of untainted. In a sea of corruption, I am in the heliox of life, and all cells know my name. I am the outpouring of the light of God. I am the in-breath of humanity. I am the gold of sun on water, the beauty of human compassion. I am surgery, the cutting out of evil. Evil can be bound through me. I am panacea. Without doubt and true, I am healing itself. I am green reeds, hollow and open, conducting life. I am far from death, but I fold my wings when the time of death comes to each being. That flames illuminate in mind. The heat urges growth is one of my presences. I am the white bull, the golden eagle, the shedding serpent. I am transmutation, and things transformed are mine. Honey, wine, vinegar, serve me by work, serve me by growth, for what burgeons is also mine. I teach compassionate arts, beginnings and endings. I teach magic and its proper use. I teach the crown of stars, the breath of powers, the image behind the image. I teach claiming. I am the answer to the right-ass question. I am the wellspring of purity. Do you pray and invoke me in purity as I demand? Yet know that in the absence of ill will, ignorance is forgiven. Wrong methods are nothing in my eyes. I am ever unangered. 
I show the way to those who invoke me with sincerity. Mind strong, heart-wise am I. I see beauty in everything. With the simplicity of angels, I am agreeable. Bring your innermost to me and let it blossom under the solar gaze of beauty in the place of meditation. The middle the in-between. Refresh yourself in me. Stand and strengthen me under the guidance of heart in the place of wisdom. O rising one, opened out into the universe. should give you some idea of the beauty and transcendence of this article, which I strongly recommend. As I said, everyone who is going to do an angelic retreat, guardian angel retreat with her, should really read this article. It is beautiful. Uh, now, how to create talismans is the subject of Brian Garner's offering, Substance Through Spirit, a Reflection of Evocation and Talisman Construction. Now, Brian, who is also known as Braderash and Chasson, and we did a show on his book, Stone Circles, some time back, has given us a very useful treatise on making and charging the talismans. Now, the text is somewhat redundant and should be edited down to essentials. But also, Brian's treatment, however, is not complete. Now, he omits planetary kameas, which most consider essential to the talisman-making process. But this subject is covered in the final article in the book, Evoking Zodiacal Angels by Scott Michael Stenwick. However, the reader is cautioned about hooking these two articles together. Because Brian is an old school medievalist and Scott is a Thelemite. So they don't agree on many correspondences. So if you get confused, just remember, try to remember that 777 was a Golden Dawn book before Crowley published it. It was not, it, it's not polemic. Most, and most magicians today use 777 tables of correspondences. So you're safe by using those. But, but Brian, of course, goes back to uh, his old grimoires and, and, and gives you uh, a lot of incenses that you, you might not want to want to get into your into your sensory data bank. You know, one of the things about using incenses in, in ceremonial magic is you want to associate the incense you're using with the planet, planetary sphere. And so uh, you really have to watch out with bouncing around between these different systems and, and, and uh, make sure that you settle on one. That's why most of us have, over the years, most of us have settled on the on the correspondences in 777. And as I say, Crowley never, he appropriated the, appropriated 777, but he didn't thelemize it, so so it's, it's, it's basically golden dawn correspondences. Now, finally, Jeffrey S. Cooperman offers us clean tuos theos, divine evocation in the late Neoplatonic tradition. Now, this is a fascinating article drawing on some of our favorite ancient and Renaissance authorities. Iamblichus on the Mysteries, the Greek Magical Papyri, Abbot Ibn Qurah of the Iranian Sabaeans, and for magical scholars, this is a delicious dessert at the end of the feast, and Liber Spiritum is, has certainly been a, been a feast, and I, certain, and I heartily recommend this book. Now, uh, what I'd like to do, and of course here again we're we're uh, uh, we got some time left here. So what I want to do is I want to get uh, because this situation with the Holy Guardian Angel, uh, as I said, uh, I'm not really going to going to pick on uh, Aaron too much because in this case. Um, uh, I think several different editions of the of, of the Galatia. Uh, the they, they edited out the um, the parts of the Pauline art that 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 did refer back to Agrippa and, and Hermes, and so um, uh, uh, you know 
I picked on I picked on Aaron before uh, when he when he he got kind of mixed up on 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 uh, the triangle of art uh, and whatever. So let's let's make sure we don't blame him for this one. Uh, now the second part of the uh, of the Pauline art, and I'm referring now to to uh, Joseph Peterson's. Uh, definitive version of, of the Lamegaton, which is the one that's the hardcover one, you know, that comes from Weiser, the lesser key uh, of Solomon, uh, detailing ceremonial uh, art of commanding spirits, both good and evil, Joseph H. Peterson, editor. And this is, uh, so this is the whole thing, and I'm going to read it to you uh, so that you know uh, what we're talking about here. All right. Second part of the art, Pauline which containeth the mystical names of the angels, of the signs in general, and also the names of the angels of every degree and ye signs in general, which are called the angels of men, because in some one of those signs and degrees every man is born under. Therefore, he that knoweth the moment of his birth, he may know the angel that governeth him by the following art. And therefore he may obtain all arts and sciences, yea, to all ye wisdom and knowledge that any mortal man can desire in this world. And that's what some of these ed- some of these editors of back in the 17th century did with the with with the Pauline art. They stopped right there. That's where they stopped. And so we, as I say, and and Aaron probably has one of those texts where they stopped at that. But it goes on in the definitive version. It goes on. The ancient philosophers have taught how a man may know the nature of a genius, whether good or bad from the influx and aspects of the stars in his genitor. Porphyry seeks after after it from the star that was the lord or lady of the genitor. Chaldeans find it out of the sun or the moon in his nativity, located. Others find it out from the sixth house in the genitor and call the genius good or bad genius or daemon. The threefold, and this is important, the threefold daemon attends every man. One of his proper keep one is his proper keeper. One indeed is holy. The other belongs to his genitor or nativity. The holy daemon proceeds not from the stars now get this now, this is important. Not from the stars, but from a supreme power, even from God, who himself is the president of demons and descends to the rational soul being assigned thereto and is universal above nature's uh, conspiction. But the demon, but the demon of the birth or genitor, which is also called uh, the genius, this genius doth descend to the birth from the disposition of the stars, their circuits round the world, who are conversant in the generation. The daemon of the profession, now this is the third one, the daemon of the profession or calling of the nature is given from the stars to which such a profession or calling is subject to in which any man professes, and a soul shall make the choice of. But this daemon is changed as any man changes his calling from a mean one to a more sublime, according, uh, accordingly more worthy and sublime. Daemons are present with us according uh, as we daily ascend from one uh, virtue to another, and these daemons do successfully take care and defend us. Let me interpret that a little bit for you. We have we have three. 
in threefold as as Hermes. This all comes now. This is all from from Agrippa, and and uh, and Joe Joe Peterson uh, footnotes this as coming from Agrippa and and from from the Hermetic corpus. Agrippa got it from the Hermetic corpus, and Napoleonard got it from Agrippa. Now, what it means is this: there is one one daemon that you have on the on the, on your ascendant, and there's a great big chart of that in the Pauline art of uh, showing you the angel that you're born with and uh, uh and he and he has various characteristics you can look them up and whatever uh, uh you know I, I have a very interesting one that I'm fond of and whatever, but we all but then. That that's that that that's the one that influences you as your the astrology that you're born under. You're, that's your that's your angel of nativity. That that's almost like your horoscope. And then you have the angel of your of your career, uh, which is the which is the planetary angel, which is the planetary angel that rules your ascendant, and that influences your career, and that one can change. Uh, now, the main, the main one, the one they're talking about that stays with you, that is the really holy guardian angel. The one, of course, that Abramelin's invoking, and and the main one is the one that is independent of astrology. He stays with you through your incarnations. You got to understand that 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 uh, in Hermetic philosophy. Is reincarnation is is part of Hermetic philosophy, and and uh, we go through the whole labors of Hercules. I mean, all twelve, you know, we we do all twelve labors of Hercules, and so you have a different, you know, when you're going through the labors, the twelve, the twelve labors of Hercules, you've got a different, a different uh, ascendant angel every time you come around. Yeah, and so so, but one angel stays with you the whole time. That <laughs> is your real holy guardian angel. Now this, as I said, this all comes originally out of the Hermetic treatises at the beginning. Uh, so okay, I pick this up again. Um, but note this: these angels that are attributed to the fire, and these are the different, you know, the cardinal signs of the zodiac, have more knowledge therein than any other. And of course, they're the fire signs. So those that belong to the air have more knowledge therein in burial matters than any other, and those who um, are, are the water signs have more knowledge therein of any other, and those of the earth have more knowledge than any other, and the know which belong to uh, the fire, air, earth, and water observe the nature of the signs, and you cannot err. For these that are attributed to Aries are of the same nature, fiery, and those that are like uh, like to the rest. And if any planet is in that degree it, uh, that ascends, then that angel is of the nature of the sign of the planet, both and observe the following method that you cannot obtain, that you can obtain all that you desire. Now, they have a, they have a uh, in, in in the Pauline art, they have a table of planetary uh, of the planetary angels, and they also have this very extensive table of the the angels of uh, of, of your ascendant. So, as I said, uh, let us not uh, let us not uh, fault Aaron for for getting one of these edited versions of of, um, of the Pauline art. Because obviously he did. He, that's what he looked at, and and I've got one. I, you know, I got to thinking. I was I was I was ready to you know to to really uh, you know to lambast him on this one. But then I thought, oh wait a minute, wait. I I went and pulled out a couple of couple of my different versions of the Lamegaton, and I thought, uh oh, maybe I better maybe I better take Aaron's side on this thing and 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 realize that that some of these some of these versions have been edited and all they did was they just have that first paragraph there which would give you the impression that okay all you got to do is go over to this nativity uh chart and you got it see so uh so we won't blame him for that however i want to make sure that everybody understands this that if you do really do the holy guardian angel operation right you've got three angels to do 
and, and you really should do that. Uh, okay, um, I think that that pretty much, uh, uh, you know, that pretty much gets that that aspect settled. Um, and uh, I really, when it comes to, as I said, the the Nasine document which we discussed, I really am very, very, very pleased. I'm very pleased to uh, to uh, um, very pleased to see that uh, John Michael Greer has, has been developing in that area. Uh, this is a this is a um, um, a kind of a uh, it, 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 it's a controversial thing here. I noticed the other day we uh, I, I was uh, I visited uh, uh, Stephen Holler's uh, uh, Gnostic Temple, and they had a they had a statue of the Sophia, and of course we do the Sophia too. We you know the the uh, the goddess of wisdom, and and that's the same essentially that's. The same as that uh, that uh, version that um, that John Michael Greer is talking about, which is basically a, a sort of an ISIS, a sort of an ISIS figure. And uh, I noticed there's another book. I got another book on the Sophia by a by a lady occultist who um, who seems to want. They seem to want to have a combination of a mother. Consort, sister, wife, and all rolled up into one goddess. And that seems to be the con- the ISIS concept. And I don't mean when I'm saying ISIS, don't get that confused with <laughs> with what Obama calls ISIL. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the goddess ISIS. Uh, and uh, they they kind of there seems to be a desire to to make. Uh, what the Catholics call the Virgin Mary uh, into every into everything into into the goddess being both a mother a wife a consort uh, and even a courtesan to combine Aphrodite Astarte uh, uh, and and uh, and 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 Mother Mary and everybody all into one female goddess now. If that works for you, that's fine. I, 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 I'm not going to complain about it. But I do think that 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 Jesus definitely was very much in favor of marriage, and and he and the sacred marriage, of course, is the is the essence, as the sacrament of Valentinian Christianity, and I really do believe that that um that Mary Magdalene uh should be the grail goddess. She is the resurrecting goddess. And at least look to my opinion. And so however I am if 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 we can't I'm not gonna fault um other Rosicrucians for for having a having a combination mother mother and wife goddess like Isis. Because you remember Isis in the ancient Egyptian tradition was both the wife and the mother of Osiris, and and the sister and everything else, all all, all the female archetypes rolled into one. That's uh, but uh, part of the part of the Rosicrucian symbolism is of course the chemical wedding, and and if we're going to have the chemical wedding, well then we we certainly need a a consort, a wife, a consort. Uh, so I, I wanted to you know kind of make that point. That, uh, but if we if we, if we have to settle for for a combination mother mother sister wife goddess well that's better than no goddess at all I'm going to say, I'm going to say that because one of the most important things in that we have, and here again this brings up what we have been doing ever since we got started in the OTA back in 1970 we've been trying to form a bridge between paganism and the the western magical tradition which is rosicrucianism we've been trying to, we've been trying to make that bridge and uh, we we 
started with, with from Jesse Weston's from Ritual Romance at a very very early stage. As soon as we got started with seasonal ceremonies, uh, uh, we we were into Jesse Weston's from Ritual to Romance, and we started developing this bridge between the pagan community and the magical community. And I think we're finally beginning to to really see that bridge come about because. Uh, the the Grail tradition is is yeah, very much a part of paganism, and uh, and we're very glad to to see that uh, become part of it. Anyway, uh, the uh, um, uh, the two books that we've recommended, um, uh, the little book uh, by Martin Fox, uh, the uh, the Emerald Tablet, uh, and uh, Adam Forrest's Wonderful uh, Liver Spiritum, both books we heartily recommend, uh, and uh, uh, we, we really recommend them. And next week we'll be back with another uh, with another show on on uh, the on the Hermetic tradition. And uh, until then, uh, until then, have a have a good one and good magic. <laughs>